right, welcome back to Voices from the Valley, where we meet and learn from the movers and the shakers in and around the Merrimack Valley. I am your host, John Bachman, and with me, as always, hey, is John. our other host. Uh, ben Talberg sitting here. Thanks so much, John. <laughs> Sometimes I come in too early. I didn't but, mean to do that. Hey, it was fantastic. It's always good to be with you, Ben. It's one of our first episodes, too, so like, hey, we're, we're new at this. These things happen. But hey, I wanted to bring up um, a real quick thing. So... I don't know if you knew this, but uh, as a matter of fact, you do know this because uh, oh, you're I know my this. insurance agent, but yeah. um, we bought a house recently and uh, had this experience with real estate agents. Um, one in particular, Mark, he has helped us out amazing. He He's so chill. Like I just picture real estate agents as very proper and dressed shirt and tie and um, telling you what you want to hear. Right. Oh, these cabinets are amazing. You could just paint these. Oh, don't worry about Do you the want to cracks. put an offer in now? Exactly. <laughs> That's really what I'm thinking. I'm being sold on this piece of crap house that I don't want, but this guy took me to or whatever. So, uh, but it was completely different. Mark Willette, it just amazing Stone Ridge properties. Um, we sat down with him and had our interview with this guy, it's just, he's killing it in Newburyport, Amesbury area, and I just can't say enough about him. It, it just worked perfectly. Have you worked with him? I, not directly, other than with uh, joint clients, um, but he, he's a great dude. And beyond the, the real estate thing is he's a Newburyport firefighter as well, too. So he's got yes. some cool stories, um, crazy, great uh, uh, history with him, too. He started out as a collegiate athlete, too. Right. Um, and firefighter, real estate agent. He, he does it all, apparently. Yep. Yeah. Everything's easy for Mark. Everything's easy <laughs> for Mark. That's what he'll tell you. So, <laughs> what tell you. so what do you say we jump right into that interview, Ben? What do you say we jump into it? Let's go, baby. All right. We're back again. And today we have Mark Willette with us, the realtor owner over at Stone Ridge Properties, also a new report firefighter. Uh, but more important than those roles, his biggest roles are husband to Bridget, and father to Avery, Teddy, and Kira. Mark, how the hell are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you guys? I'm doing great. 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 Yeah. Excellent. Great to be Thanks here. Yeah. yeah. No, this is a cool setup. I love this conference room, too. So. No, it's nice. It's nice, you know, right downtown. It's, it gets the job done whenever we have to have clients come over and kind of see what we're all about and everything. So it's, uh, it's, it's where nice. the magic happens. Yeah. Most of it. Most of it. Ooh, what yeah. kind of magic are you talking about? Yeah, well, <laughs> never Stone Ridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happens at uh, Stone Ridge stays at Stone Ridge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, obviously, you did not come out of the womb being a realtor. You did not come out being a firefighter. Nope. Why don't you give us the Reader's Digest of where you came from, how you got here, and mm -hmm. just bring the audience up to speed. Sure. So I <clears throat> you know, went from the report, went to New Report High. I, I actually grew up in a firefighter family. Uh, my grandfather was a fire chief <clears throat> and I was kind of his sidekick for my early years. So I was always around the fire department family. My uncle, my uncle was a lieutenant. Um, and uh, you know, I went to college, went and played baseball up there and uh, got out and, and took the fire department test and got on the fire department. And then, you know, I was thinking, well, if I'm not on the fire department, I mean, I don't want to be doing landscaping or something for the next 35 years. So I was like, I'll look into doing real estate. And I know that actually one of the old owners of Stone Ridge, uh, Mike Weber, was a realtor who was also a firefighter as well at New Report. Um, he said, why don't you get your real estate license? So I did that and went and worked for Keller Williams for a while and, and then left there and came over to Stone Ridge. Um, I just like the family feel a little bit more of the you know, the national chain, like a Keller Williams is, you know, more of the, 
local, local, you know, smaller boutique firm is what it's called. Um, and uh, I love everything about it. So I'm happy I made the decisions and, and, and have enjoyed everything about being a realtor. So how long have you been at Stone Ridge now? Uh, I think I've been at Stone Ridge since 2015. Wow. So seven years. Well, That's awesome. A little more than seven years. Yeah. And, and how big is your organization now? Like uh, I th off the top of my head, I think there's about 30 of mm -hmm. us. Okay. But I'm not yeah. sure how many exactly there are. Around, around there. It's boutique, but it's yeah. boutique. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've grown over the last, I'd say over the last two to three years, we've probably added it a good 10 to 10 to 12 agents so wow. it's it's uh it's, it's definitely gotten bigger and a lot of young new younger faces some other agents coming from different um other firms so it's uh it's a good mix of uh young and seasoned vets <laughs> so you went to college yeah yep. what did you study i went to saint anselm college and i studied business up there okay you know not knowing anything of what I was going to do, but uh -huh. Uh -huh. figured business was the safest route to go and uh, uh -huh. kind of see where it goes. I mean, I, I thought I was going to play baseball for the next 20 years. I was just going to say, I, I thought you were going to say, I, I was studying baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I did business and math is not my strong suit, but hey, why not do business? Because it's all math classes. <laughs> so did you... So you went right from college then, right to fire department, and then... No, I, so I actually, I, after college, I went and worked in Boston for a couple of years. I worked at State Street Bank for two, three years, um, because at the time, the fire department only offered, um, every two years, they did a, a test. Okay. So I took the test. I want to say I was 24 when I took the test, and by the time I was 26, I was on the fire department. Wow. Okay. So... Still pretty right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. it's. I mean, there's a couple guys on the fire department who started right at 21. So yeah. I mean, they'll be retiring as soon as 56 comes around or whatever wow. the time is. So. And then they're going to be looking for jobs as yeah realtors over yeah, here yeah, storage right, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or just sail off into the sunset, living off the off the city's dime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, what is your path? I mean, are you looking to be a firefighter and a real estate agent yeah, for the rest of your I mean, life? I, 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 I think that, you know, I enjoy doing both. I, I've been able to use my time well enough where I can mm -hmm. do both. And I, I think I've shown to everyone that, hey, I've been doing this since 2006. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been a realtor since probably 2010, I think. So for the last 12 plus years, I've been able to do it both ways. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of show, I mean, do I want to do this both? No, I, I'll probably, so I have another 15 years at the fire department. Um, so I'll probably do at least at least 10 and kind of see where I am. And if real estate kind of goes as well as it's been doing for me, maybe I, maybe it's 10 and not 15, you know, and, uh, but I, I, I thoroughly enjoy doing, doing what I do. and. You know, it's this you know agency is great because if I, and in the fire department too, like I can call up. You know, if somebody like if Ben said, "Hey, I want to go so see one two three Main Street," you know, I'll, hey, I'm working at the station right now. Could you come in for me for two hours? Mm. And they'll come in for me for two hours. And or I can't find anybody at the station. Hey, can anybody go take Ben to see one two three Main Street? And somebody always jumps in. So it's yeah, it's something I was going to bring up. Is that what other jobs can you find out there where you can have some flexibility? Right. Right. Um, and to and be a real estate agent and 
a full-time job another, another right. spot. And that's just it. There, there aren't too many. And, and even I was speaking with another realtor who, no, no, I'm sorry. Well, he is a realtor, but he's also a fireman or trying to be a fireman. He just got on at another town, not in New Report, uh, but he was trying to get on New Report, and he actually just got on New Report. He starts next week. But he was um, hemming and hawing about, well, you know, I, I don't know if I want to leave where I am now. I, I, I like what I'm doing, but his schedule is four 10-hour shifts or four 12-hour shifts or something like that. And I'm like, my buddy, I'm like, you, you, got, you got two 24-hour shifts where you got five days that you can do other stuff. You got three, three days that you, you only have when yeah. you work at that other town. So that, I think, for me, it was a no-brainer. If I, if I had that choice, it just makes your life simpler, you Absolutely. know. And uh, he did come over to New Report, so. Good for him. And and it's not because him. of me. Yeah. Clearly, it's not because of me. I can say that 100%, but um, I think he saw that it's probably, this is going to make my life a lot easier, so why not do this, you know. Yeah. Um, you recently, well, fairly recently, you'll tell me the time frame, you got owner behind your title here mm -hmm. too so talk about when did that happen how did that happen why did it happen yeah so um i believe it was about a year ago it's been about a year um that i became an owner we uh we had a, a, a partner still do real estate but he wanted to back away from the ownership role just mm -hmm. because there's a little more more in, into it that you have to do you know weekly meetings stuff like that so they kind of don't want to step back and kind of do what they wanted to do in real estate and can, but continue to do it. But, um, so he stepped away and, and we had, you know, two very good, almost like equal, you know, candidates. Um, and we both got hired as, as owners and, uh, it's worked out, I think. And, um, you know, I'm happy to be an owner and, and kind of work with the other owners that we have here. That's awesome. So, and this is purely my ignorance here. So within a real estate agency, what does that mean? So you're, you're still a realtor. You're mm -hmm. still selling and buying homes. Mm -hmm. What do the ownership tasks come into play here? Uh, you well, said the meetings. Yeah. In, yeah. So the ownership is just kind of making sure that the, the brand of the company is, is going in the right direction. The, what people see us as is, is going in the right direction. Um, I think... Stonebridge over the last, I mean, since I've started to now, it's been night and day, the things that we're doing that we weren't doing back then. And it has nothing against what the other owners were doing. It's just how things have evolved, have evolved honestly, in real estate, where, you know, between lead generation stuff and then just social media and all that stuff. It's a huge thing where, you know, I don't think a lot of places weren't doing it as much, but some of the agencies that were doing a lot of it, you you saw that they were getting out there in front of people. And, and so that was one big thing that a couple of our owners have really jumped into and taken taken kind of the bull by the horns and, and made sure that they've got us into where we need to be with the other agencies around. That um, it's, 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 and even just seeing the statistic, statistics, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's really shown how well it's helped our, 
our agency. Well, anecdotally, I've seen it because um, I follow I follow a lot of real estate agents. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> online as an insurance agent to see what's what's what out yep. there. But Stone Ridge, it's you're really going all in on the social media. Yeah, and, no, and and, cool and they've stuff. done an awesome job. And and, and <laughs> that's one thing my wife always yells at me for like, is that's not my my thing. The social media aspect is is a big thing in in real estate, and it's more so for your own. It helps. It, it does help. And so I, I do try to do, um, I don't do as much as a, a lot of people, but um, I also do other things myself that I feel like are more my personality. Like I... I yeah, explain, elaborate. Uh, to on me, what uh, you know, I'm, I'm the, the head of the Little League. I'm the president of the Little League. So I, I, I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. I'm a high school baseball coach. So mm -hmm. I enjoy doing that. You know, I like to, I like to be in front of people. I, I like to... As opposed to just doing, you know, video stuff on social media and stuff, or, or you know, posting stuff about social media, I, I like to be more, you know, going to that fundraiser and and you know, spending some money on, on a for a charity and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, come on, the guy that dressed up as Michael Myers or whatever, the real estate agent with the pictures and he was in <laughs> yeah. the bathtub and all of that stuff. That was like very creative. <laughs> Holy crap. But uh, that's pretty much one of those things. You want that to go viral. Yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you should set up cats or something like that. I mean, <laughs> maybe I'll, we can set up your drum set in every <laughs> every room. I'll sit there and just <laughs> in a mirror shot somewhere else. Like if you want to get a little creative, I'll be a partner. Now, okay. So let me ask you this. Yep. You're doing great. You were one of the top. Uh, real estate agents in the last few years, correct? You've you've been yeah. There. I think I think I was in the top twenty five for all of the Greater Newburyport area. Yeah, well, awesome, good for you. Yeah. Um, my next question is though, did you just fall into being a great real estate agent? I mean, there there has yeah. to be some. <laughs> no, you know, you went from being a college kid, you worked at this bank, you went into firefighting. Life is great. Mm -hmm. Now I'm a real estate agent, killing it. Yeah, I mean, life is great yeah. for Mark, or like, well, were there so, some? I mean, like and you'll talk to any realtor that and everyone does their thing differently i mean like kathy toomey she does a ton of local stuff so i mean if you're from amesbury you know who kathy toomey is yeah i mean i mean for me it's 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 a hard gig to get into because starting out from scratch mm -hmm. um it certainly helps if you're from the town that's for sure you know because you know people right off the bat, yeah. you know, so I know that everyone in my family is probably going to use me. Everyone in every one of their friends might use me, you know, so, so it's, it's that. But I mean, you, you got to bust your ass because, um, you know, at the beginning, it's it's, you know, why do people trust you? Why, why do they want to work with you? And then, I mean, for me, I, I kind of came, came into it being like, oh, I'll do four to five a year and I'll be happy and that'll be my side gig. And mm -hmm. And then it went from like four to ten to fifteen to twenty to twenty five to thirty to thirty five, you know. So, and it's and it's, it's it's been great. But you know, you, the biggest thing for me is like is communication. You know, if you you know if you talk to your clients, let them know what's going on, be truthful with them. Don't try to bullshit them. You know, if you do that, you, nine out of ten times they're going to be happy with you. I mean, I, I I'd like to think that I'm. People think of me as being trustworthy, and that's a lot of why they use me. Um, I know the areas very well, because I mean, I, unfortunately, I haven't really gone anywhere. I <laughs> went to New Report, now I live in Amesbury, <laughs> you know, so, 
you know, my whole life I've been in the area, so I kind of know everything that's going on. You know, the good places to go to eat, the good places to live, the good places, you know. Um, so can you give any um, words of advice to anybody that might be looking to be a real estate agent? Um, mm -hmm. Or what are some of the qualities of a real estate agent that you might want to work with? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say for any new real estate agent, you know, you got to just put your head down and bust your ass. Um, and, Meaning and, and, what? Yeah, so like, you know, we have a couple new agents, a couple years into it, that's it. And they do, I, you know, I do open houses, but, you know, I let a lot of the younger people do the open houses and they want to do, they're raising their hand, hey, I'll do any open house you have. Mm -hmm. So they're doing all these open houses, they're, you know, anything that they can go to to, to, to learn more, they're doing that. And, and the more you learn, the more you're at, the more you see, the more you're going to get and understand. So if you're putting yourself out there being, you have to be a sociable person. You can't really be a, I mean, well, A, you can't be a, a homebody and do good in real estate. You know, you got to be a kind of a social butterfly type of person. And I mean, I, my wife always gets on me for that because if we go out to dinner and in Amesbury, it's like, oh, great. We're going to go out to dinner and you're going to talk to me for 10 minutes and then everybody else for 45 minutes. Uh, Mayor Mark. Yeah. yeah. So I get that a lot. So we go out to Portsmouth more, more so than where I don't know anybody. I'm going out there tomorrow, actually. <laughs> right. School field trip, going ice skating. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Strawberry Banks? Strawberry Bank. Yep. You yep. got it. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier there, too. Of Like, is it social or social media or is it... Um, uh, being in the community, but it's it's everything, right? Mm. It's it's those two things. Then it's, it's yeah. smiling and dialing. Yep. It's it's doing all those. Things. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's it, you got to find your own niche, pretty much. Like, like Kathy is community. Yeah. I'm more so community. I have some agents that I know that do very well. That they're all about social media. They're posting videos, posting posting this, posting that, and they don't like to go to events. Yeah, they, that's not their thing. Um, I like to do that stuff. I have no problem going to social like events, any event, um, and you know, that's just me. And, and you got to see what works for you. And I mean, I, I do do stuff that makes me uncomfortable. Like I do do, I do a, you know pay for my own lead generations, which is you know a, you know I, I get a, a site that you know pulls in clients from doing Facebook ads and stuff like that, and then I have to kind of cold call them, which is. I do not like to do that at all, <laughs> but you know, some things once in a while it works and, and it, and it, and it helps out, you know? So that's me. Yeah. Well, in, um, I think you touched on it too, because you asked the question of somebody who wants to be a real estate agent, wants mm -hmm. to be a realtor. Um, what are the skills? And I think it's, some people are like, well, I'm an introvert. I can't do it. Or I'm too much of an extrovert. I can't do it. What you're saying is either or. Right. You can find your particular niche and you can do it. Mm -hmm. No, and I think that's true because I mean, I mean, I know a ton of agents that just do their own thing, and we all know how they do it. You know, you can just tell by interacting with them the first ten minutes. You know, okay, you're a social butterfly. All right, you're good with social media, and you, you you've got a personality of a snail, but you know, <laughs> but they but they know how to how to draw in the people, and they know what to do that to get their clients to the end line. So that's, I mean, in the end, that's all that matters is getting your client to be happy and get them in with, with what they want. And we've all seen the real estate agents that go around with, they're just throwing cards like crazy and just seeing who picks right. up on it. Right. As soon as I lose this deck, I win. Yeah, right. basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and 
I mean, I, I know it's, it was funny because we had a, um, a friend of mine, her, her, it's not funny, but her, her, her mom passed away and she was in doing a, a class um, and she was like, oh, my, my, you know, my mom passed away last week or whatever. And, and the, the, the lady that she's talking to is, oh, my husband's friend is a realtor and you know, I'll get him your car. Well, no, 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 no. My, one of my best friends is, is a realtor. I've, I've already talked to him. He's mm -hmm. going to. And then out of the blue, another agent from this agency, <laughs> her, her, his wife was like, oh, here's my, here's my husband's you know, card. And I said to him, like, like, you have your wife trained pretty good because she threw that card out there pretty quick. It pulled it from a holster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and sometimes, you know, it's just the luck of where you are at the time. And, I mean, I've had some clients where it was just like, oh, wait. You're walking by and they're saying, oh, I need to find a house. And, you know, oh, oh, I'm a realtor. And, you know, oh, geez, I'm looking for, oh, and it works out. And, and it's happened to me once or twice. Um, but, you know, luckily my, my friend really does like me. And she's like, no, 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 I got to go with my guy. So so uh, we're going to be selling her, her mom's condo soon and calling it a day. So. That's going to be a tough one. Yeah, and I and I did even said to her, I'm like, hey, listen, I'll take care of everything. You know, you just tell me what you want. If you're gonna leave this stuff here, meaning the furniture and everything, you take what you want to take. I'll bring in a junk guy. I'll bring in a, you know, a, a, a auctioneer. See if there's anything of value in here, and everything else we'll take care of and get out. So yeah. I was like, you don't have to do anything. She's like, no, I, I appreciate that because that, at least I know like, that you are there to help if I kind of lose steam. You know, yeah. no. so. Now, let me ask you this, as far as real estate, are you also dealing with builders, uh, real estate investors, land, I don't know if they're land clearing places yeah. that would go to a real estate agent like yourself, commercial, what are yeah, your limits? Yeah, so I, I, I do, I mean, I, I, I would, yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I, I do talk to, I have a one, one builder that's done a great job at New Report, and actually they, they just finished their second house that we just, uh, we're gonna be listing soon on Merrimack Street in New Report. And then he has another one coming soon, and um, another one in New Report. So um, he's—they've uh, done a great job. They sold one. We sold one over on Crow Lane in New Report last year. When everyone said there's no way we're going to get what we got, we got more than anybody thought we were going to get, and it was—it was—it uh, was nice to see, you know, because they—they did a great job, and they don't cut any corners, which is few and far between with some of the builders. But and let's be honest, not to cut you off real quickly, but it. It is all in who you know, and if you know a lot of the people that are in the area, sometimes having a great real estate agent that knows a lot of people that can't go out to dinner because they're talking to everybody is a huge benefit. So. Right. Yeah, no, and, and he's a local guy too, so he, uh, I actually coached him in JV baseball when I, when I got out of college. He was on my, my first JV team for New Report, and, and now he's... Doing better than now he's doing. Better. Yeah, I feel very old because now he's doing better than me and and uh, making me look foolish. But no, he's. I'm proud of how he's, he's what he's done and he's gonna continue to do great work as he keeps going on. But selfishly, also you work commercial properties. Yep, yep. I'll I'll kind of do anything for because I'm looking for yeah. commercial <laughs> yeah. properties. Yep. So. I'll, I'll kind of do anything for anybody you know and uh, you know within within a you know, the scope of what I know and, and, and I'll flat out tell you, Hey, this is out of my realm, but mm -hmm. you know, um, happily I'll, I'll work with anybody for anything that, you know, especially in the area. Like I've, you know, some people always ask me, what's your area that you work in? And I usually say I go up to Portsmouth over to Manchester, down to Worcester and over to Boston. That's 
generally, I mean, for the most part, I would say 75% of my work is in a f five to 10 mile radius of Newburyport. Yeah. Um, but I've gone up to Portsmouth, I've gone up to Manchester, I've gone out to You must get that Chelmsford. call though, that just goes, where are you looking? <laughs> yeah. How far? Oh, like, trust me, I, I've, I've gone down to, I've gone down to Brockton a few times because I, I sold a, a, a father a house in Hyde Park. And then he's like, oh, my daughter or my son wants to buy a house in Brockton. I'm like, all right. Because you know, I, I, I felt so not you yeah. know, appreciated yeah. that he thought of me. I was like, yeah, sure. So then I went down to Brockton. And then he had a buddy who he worked with that, oh, he's looking around the area. I sold him one. And then his, his daughter was another one. So I, I got four and in the Brockton area that I never in a million years would have gone wow. down to Brockton. Now you're licensed in Rhode Island and Connecticut. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. And, uh, well, I do have a friend who's in Connecticut, a family friend, so I can pass anything off to anybody that you, you know. Anybody. So it's, it's good, that aspect. But, yeah, no, it's... And you get to meet a lot of, you know, good realtors that you, that you enjoy working with um, in the area. So it's, you know, when, when you get to work with an agent, you see who it is on the other side, you, sometimes you always breathe that sigh of relief, like, oh, thank God. Because you, know, you, you know it's, you know, you have those agents that you see who they are and you're like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it all works out. So you're always going to have one or two hard ones every year. Yeah. And, uh, but that's what, uh, that's what you get paid the big bucks for. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So we've been talking all about sunshine, roses, rainbows, unicorns right now. The market's been shit. Mm -hmm. It's been hard as hell, but you guys are still growing too. You yep. said you've added on agents. How the hell are you doing it in the market? Like, there's a lot of challenges, and let us know some of the challenges you're facing right yeah. now. And well, I mean, the, I mean, the biggest challenge right now is just inventory. There's just nothing. And I mean, one example is I had a client who we just went fifty thousand dollars over the mark over market asking what they were asking for but they wanted an inspection and they ended up going with another offer that was lower than ours because they didn't have an inspection. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, it, and it stinks yeah. because now there won't be anything in their price range or anything for another couple of weeks, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, they get antsier and antsier and antsier, you know, and it's like, but you know, I, I, I usually try to always kind of curtail my buyer's expectations like, Hey, you know, just because, you know, if you lose on this one, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. and, so true. and you will get what you want in the end. It's just, it might take a little bit longer than you expected, you know. And, and, they, and they usually say, usually appreciative of that and say, yeah, you know, you're right. And, um, but I think that's the biggest hurdle right now is just, is um, that. And then some of the younger agents who came into, like, the whirlwind of, like, oh, if I get a listing, it's gone in a day, yeah. you know. And, <laughs> and they're... You know, now they have listings and it's like, why isn't this sold in the first day? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's, well, now that it's, it's correcting itself, the market's kind of coming back to a normal market where just because you put a house on the market, whether it's ugly or not, or needs work, like, well, if it needs work and stuff like that, the buyers aren't as apt to spend way over asking, you yeah. know, and then they're going to call you out on, well, this is $50,000 over what it should be, you know. But, you know, as long as you have a realtor who's, you know, pricing it right and everything, then you should be all right. I feel like if I was a realtor, let's, let's step back for a second. I, I want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I would do. I would be waiting for that multi-million dollar listing that I'm going to get any second now. My phone's going to ring and it's going to be 
2.2 million Dover Point house. Ooh, right. And I would just wait for those. Yeah, no, I, I'd you be know, fine. the I'd commission's got to be amazing, I, I, and I just work one a year. Yeah, take, so the, why not? take the summer off. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. You're yeah. just gonna run on that, run with that Dover Point crowd. You know. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get back over to the Plum Island area. You know, it's funny because back when I grew up. We used to make fun of the Plum Island kids, uh. you know, because they were like, we call them the island rats. Uh. You know? <laughs> and now it's like the shanties that are over there are like yeah. 700,000, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's, 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 it's funny because yeah. that wasn't how it was when I was growing up. Yeah, good luck trying to insure them too. <laughs> you're welcome, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it, it's. Well, and you did, you did get it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's tough. And I feel bad for the clients out there because the insurance companies too, they see it. All right, there's going to be a big storm this year. The bridge is going to be flooded. This house is probably going to fall into the ocean at some point and the company doesn't want that risk. So yeah. they jack up the prices more, but, um, mm -hmm. but it's waterfront. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> at some point it'll be waterfront. Yeah, yeah. It, will. it will be water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, uh, no, you know, I did have a client the other day who said, I don't know why everybody loves Newburyport so much. I don't even think it's that nice. You know, I come from Gloucester and you guys, all you have is a river. You don't even have the ocean. And I'm like, geez, the last time I checked, the Atlantic Ocean was part of my, <laughs> was right on the island. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Although, <laughs> good luck trying to get out that mouth. <laughs> if oh, you yeah. got a boat, good luck. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the fire department, we have to usually go out there once a, once a year. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there are always people trying to get out there. That We had 20 kids from, I think they were from Gloucester a couple of years ago, and they flipped their boat. There was 20 kids on an 18-foot boat. you know, Rated they, for six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and flipped over, and a couple of them had jet skis that were kind of following along, and we were just like, oh, my God. Yeah. As they say, youth is wasted on the young. Yeah. <laughs> wasted on the young. So I think we could do a whole podcast on the firefighting and crazy rescues. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's yeah. some crazy stories. Yes. Have you ever gone to a call on one of the homes that you sold? Mm. <laughs> have I? I think I have, but I, I can't remember. I mean, I've been, I have been, actually a, a, a woman just reached out to me um, being like, hey, we want to look for a house in New Report. She's like, I don't know if you remember me. And I was like, I was like, is this, is this did you, and I, I don't know why I remember it, but her email was like something, I won't say her name, but <laughs> at velveteenfilms.com or something like that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that's me. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because back in my day before I was a realtor, I did landscaping. And so I was like, I used to do your landscaping. She's like, yep. I was like, and then I went to your house two years ago when you had that carbon monoxide call. She's like, that's right, you were there. That's crazy. <laughs> so... Yes or no, I, but I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive I've been to, been to houses before like that, but I, I have had people that, and, and the guys at the fire department always make fun of me, they're like, when it's an old guy and, and you know, and he falls and gets hurt or something like that, and they're like, you probably dropped your card out of your pants, didn't you? So it <laughs> fell onto his, onto his coffee table, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, I would never do that. Yeah. Probably should. <laughs> Cheap advertising. Um... Question, and this is again ignorance. Are you part of any hiring on new agents? And I know it's probably a lot of contractor and again ignorance. Yep. Ten ninety nine W twos. I don't know really how it works. Yeah. So usually we. So we have. You know, there's. I think there's seven. There's seven um, owners right now. I believe six or seven. I 
can't remember, to be honest. <laughs> I should know. Name <laughs> I should be able to do that. Um, but, um, you know, usually one of us usually brings up, hey, you know, so-and-so, I think she'd be really good with us. Or, hey, this agent came up to me and said her friend wants to come and work with you guys. So we usually will sit down, you know, two or three of us will sit down, and we usually take the word of, you know, if I can't make it, mm-hmm. yeah, I trust the other three owners of what they're going to do and bring in. And, and um, you know, usually that's how it goes. We'll bring in, like, three and interview, yeah. kind of interview, just have a kind of like a conversation like this. Like, hey, what, you know, what are you looking for? In a company, what are you looking? What have you done in the past? You know, kind of just, and you can kind of get their personality just by talking to them. You know, if they're just like this the whole time, kind of, mm-hmm. uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. it's like, eh, I'm not so sure this is gonna work yeah. for you. But, you know, there's been times where people have kind of fooled us, where we're like, I don't really know how good she's gonna be, and then yeah. she does great, and it's like, wow. Oh. All right, you know. Did you do like a temporary hire? Is it like a 10, no, it's 30 usually, day, 60 days? You no, know, it's usually, you, you know, usually we just let them go. I mean, because it's, to be honest, there's, there's nothing like, you know, if it if it's not working out and, and they're not really doing anything to better themselves, yeah. we might be like, you know, yeah. what are you expecting yeah. from us if, if you're not going to do anything to kind of take the next level? Like, wh- whatever you're doing, whether you're, doing open houses or, or letting people know, hey, I'll, I'll do anything yeah. to get out there. Um, you know, it's, uh, if that's the case, we usually try to maybe have a sit down with them. Yeah. But I mean, we're not really paying them at all so unless they, they do something. They so they filter themselves out, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, like, yeah. so I'm like, if, if they're not doing anything, we're not, it's not like we're wasting money. It, we might be wasting some time. Some resources. You know, and stuff like that yeah. and, and yeah. trying to, help them but um for the most part they kind of weed themselves out after the first year or so sure. and, they, and i think there's a statistic out there about i forget what it is but there's a decent amount of people within the, that first two years like when it's up for you because your renewals every two years you know for your um, whatever the hell is licenses it? for your license yeah. <laughs> every two years you know for a license and, and within that two years they don't renew because they're like it's, yeah. it's not for me, you know, which which I get, and, and again, a lot of it's personality, you know, and and some people just are like, yeah, you know, this isn't for me, you know. Yeah. Um, are you looking to hire right now? I think right now we are looking probably for probably not for new like brand stinking new, but yeah. like if if a if a seasoned agent that has worked well in, in another agency wanted to come over I I think we would be 100% on board taking them on but I think for right now we have uh, like four or five younger newer agents so we really want to kind of focus on getting them kind of rolling before we kind of brought anybody else on sounds like John's looking for an application (laughs) no experience sorry but I do have the voice though (laughs) I heard you're into social media. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, how do we get a hold of you, um, social media wise? And yep. So I, I have my Facebook. I do have it all. You do I have just it don't, all. I'm not an everyday user of. of but then, if, if somebody wants to learn directly from, what's the best way to get in touch with you then? Oh, I mean, if you're not always on Facebook. Yeah, I mean, I always. I mean, my phone's always on me. So, 
anytime anybody, even if somebody wanted to talk to say, hey, I'm thinking about getting into real estate. Hey, I want to sell my house or buy a house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, you know, even just to talk, hey, I'm thinking about getting into real estate, I'd, I'd always mm -hmm. take that call and, and, um, and answer any questions that anybody has. Um, so my, my number is always out there. I mean, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I'm not a Twitter person yet. Definitely not TikTok. No TikTok? You know, not, you never see me on not TikTok. Not yet. He said not, yet on no, Twitter. That's, yet. That's, not a, that's, a, that's a never on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's on that too, uh, too much now. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just not. And I'm too old for that. I say that and I'm, I'm not really not, but yeah, I am. I'm on it. It's addictive as hell, man. It is. It is. Oh, that's just it. That's the thing. You know, I get I go down the rabbit hole on Instagram, and I'm like, all of a sudden, who is this person that I'm looking at? And why am I looking at it? And it makes no sense, but you know. See, what I'm trying to do on there is I'm trying to learn how I can use it for me and my business. Yeah. So Branding. I'm trying to learn, and I can't figure it out because it's, again, I used to be the youngest guy in the room all the time. I'm not. I am an old man now, and I watch that shit, and I don't understand it. So I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, I mean, TikTok. I've just I've given up on that. Like Twitter, I'm I'm still not a Twitter guy. I don't know why. I, there's nothing why I shouldn't be, but I just I'm like I got Instagram and Facebook. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Get off my front yeah, porch. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm who's, done. Who's gonna write for me on those two? Yeah. <laughs> I got an email. We're fine. Uh, so well, cool. Well, I do want to ask another question here, too. Um, you personally, mm -hmm. who are some of the mentors, coaches, people you've looked up to in the area that have made an impact on your life, made an impact on your business or businesses? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think the biggest kind of person I looked up to when I was younger was my grandfather, you know, being the fire chief and everything. And, and it's funny, like, even to this day, working with guys who have worked, who worked with him, they still say that like, he was the greatest guy that they've ever, because he cared about his his people, like his his, and there aren't there aren't too many chiefs that I've been around or that they were around other than him that they said were, were like that. They're like he'd go to bat for you whether he liked you or not. He was going to go to bat for you, you know. And that I think that's huge in any just leadership. Yeah. That's you know, so I think that's huge. You know, if people know that you have your back, have their back at all times, I mean, that's huge. I mean, in anything, I mean, and so I, I try to always, you know, instill that in, in anybody that works here, like, hey, I'll, I'll always help you out no matter what. And I'm going to have your back over somebody else from another agency's back all the time, whether you're right or wrong. I'll still, even if we look stupid, I'll still back you up, you know. <laughs> um, so I think, that, you know, definitely him. I mean, my mom obviously was a big, you know, just from her work ethic, she, you know, had three jobs as a single mom, you know, type of thing. And then, you know, like people in the industry that have helped me, I mean, um, like Mike Weber was kind of the one to kind of say, hey, why don't you, you should do this. I think you'd do good at it, you know, and, and he helped me along the way, especially when I came back over to Stone Ridge. And he even said, why don't you go to Keller Williams because they're a better, better place to start where you can kind of learn stuff mm -hmm. and then come over here once you... You know, once you've learned stuff, then you can yeah. work out. So he, he was good in that aspect. But like, uh, you know, even Kathy, like I call, I talk to her all the time because she's been around. She's been she's been around for at least fifty or sixty years. Oh, Jesus! I'm looking at you, Kathy, but you just not listening to me. <laughs> um, no, uh, she's she's been around forever, and 
and even uh, you know, I, I I will even give a shout out to another guy in another agency with uh, Kevin Fru at Fru Realty. He when I worked with Kelly Williams, he was always there to kind of answer any questions that I had and helped out. And we went to high school together, so I know his dirty dirty laundry just as much as he knows mine. So so I can say stuff like that and get away with it. But uh, yeah, I mean that that's pretty much it, and, yeah. you know. And then, um, but yeah, it's been it's been a good gig both both aspects. So. So along those lines, yep. what is the type of legacy that you want to leave behind? I mean, for me, I, I, I want to just, you know, leave behind like, hey, this guy did a lot for their community. I mean, I, I like to think I do a pretty good job. I mean, I'm trying to help out with getting turf at the fields now at the high school to, to bring our fields up to where they need to be along, along with the rest of the Cape Ann League and stuff like that. So. Do you want a field dedicated to Mark? I, I do not want that, but I, I do want I, I do want a new field, I will say that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, just, you know, this guy did a lot for the community, uh, was always around, putting his two cents in for to try to make the community better, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's New Report or Amesbury. So, mm -hmm. I think that's pretty much, that's pretty much all I got. And then, you know, I got three kids that are going to hopefully, uh, well, they already do make me proud, but, yeah. you know. Teddy's my wild card, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, I think we could leave it right there, man. I think you did great. This, yeah. this is awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us in, man. Thank I liked you it. so much. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, thanks so much, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Man, that was an awesome interview, man. That was so cool, all the things we learned about Mark. Yeah. What did you think about yeah, that? Yeah, he's a great dude. Um, it's great to see him as a business owner and just super chill, and he's always just... It's so easy to go look at a house with them. Just like, oh, yeah, it's got this. It's got that. And at first, I don't think he has the answers. And he's always got the answers. If he doesn't have the answers, he's got the phone number. And he calls somebody. And, yeah, there's a lot of times when I've had to call him and make sure that um, things were getting taken care of. And he was right on top of it. So. Yeah, and he actually took care of uh, Sherry in our office. Um, he just helped her out um, as well. And she said the same thing. Anytime she had a question or something popped up in her head, she was texting him or giving him a call. And and Mark was right there. So he's a great guy. Um, we're going to have his contact information for you if you want to reach out directly to Mark. But before we wrap up this episode, Ben, I, yeah, I just wanted to bring it. We got a little current events going on right now. We have some major snow yeah. um, coming down. And to be honest, I don't know when we're releasing this episode. Sure. So it could be the middle of the spring or summer, and it doesn't make any sense. Hey, you remember the winter? Yes. Hey, the winter was great. Yeah. Um, but... You saved my ass a little bit, too, because I, I was in there, regular maintenance, getting an oil change, all of that. And uh, you and the text, you noticed that my, my tires were a bit bald, mm -hmm. and uh, they weren't going to help me out in the snow. And thankfully, you guys hooked me up. Mm -hmm. I have the nice new tires on it. Mm -hmm. And even this last storm, which wasn't too bad, it, it, was, it was a game changer of where I was. And now with this big snow coming, thank God, man. So yeah. thank you for that. You're welcome. It, if anybody out there, give them some knowledge about the tires and why they're so important, especially with this freaking weather. Well, I mean, honestly, John, if you think about how much of your vehicle is touching the ground at any time, it's a really small patch on each tire. It literally is touching the ground, maybe a few inches all around. Do you need to turn that back on, buddy? Do, but keep going. Let's keep going. Are you still rolling? Yes, I'm looking good over here. You always buddy. look good. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, so there's a small patch that's always <laughs> touching the ground. And you really want the best uh, patch 
rolling around that you can. Um, you can just imagine the treads of these tires, the lower they get, the less grip that you're going to have. Um, but there is a difference between all seasons and winter tires. There's winter tires, and you've heard of all season tires, which might be in the summer and the spring. And the, really, the difference is, is, first of all, there might be a little bit softer tread. So that patch that you're vehicles traveling on it's a little bit softer so it can grip a little bit better um also winter tires don't freeze as i guess soon as an all-season tire so there's like maybe an all-season tire quote-unquote freezes it gets harder at minus 32 degrees freezing somewhere around there i don't actually know the specifics (laughs) but winter tires are actually going to give you maybe minus 18 degrees or so before they get stiffer and freeze up too so few benefits to actually having winter tires now you've got a big truck yes. an f-150 so that thing has decent treads already right. um, and that's going to help you get through anything plus you get the four-wheel drive so that's fantastic now i've got a question for you oh here we go listen on the spot listen yeah on the spot i've got brand new tires on my f-150 yeah, I'm, I've been bragging about it. Yeah, you really look great <laughs> with your great tires and your little patches that that tire hits on, on the streets. Um, is my insurance rate going to go down? Because I've got new, I don't know, shoes. i got new yeah. shoes on my ride. No, that's, it's a great question. In terms of your rates, no, they're not going to go down. Yes, you are a safer driver now. The, mm-hmm. the vehicle's safer, so that's a good thing. Worth more. My vehicle is worth more. Unfortunately, it's not going to change the policy per se, Um, but you're less likely to be in an accident, less likely to be in a wreck, having to owe your deductible, all of that. Take down my premiums, baby. (laughs) However, um, there is some um, aspects in your policy where that would come into play, Um, and it depends upon your policies. I'll probably be Mr. Disclaimer anytime we have these discussions, but... Uh, your policy may be slightly different. So speak to your agent or give me a call. I'll help you out. Um, but if there's a total loss accident and they're completely uh, totaling your vehicle and they're going to pay you. I've had that. Yeah. It, and they said, here's the amount for that vehicle. And I just put tires on it. If you just put tires on it mm-hmm. and there's really no mileage on it, if you can document it, if you have the receipts, the invoices, all of that, they'll take that into account. Mm-hmm. Um, once the mileage starts going up, that will dwindle and, and the opportunity for you to actually do that um, may disappear. Um, Don't touch anything. I keep touching things. And um, so you may not be able to fully recover that or the full amount that you paid out, but there may be some components there. So Okay. So that's that, my friend. So All right. So nothing about my fancy new tires is going to get me lower premiums. No. All right. No. Sorry. I can't help you out on that end, my friend. That's okay. So. Like I said, we did have a vehicle that was totaled. Tires were brand new. And uh, we, we contemplated taking the tires off and switching them out. And because uh, the, the auction people, I mean, really diving deep into this. What happens after this vehicle is totaled? It gets brought to the boneyard. And it, what well, does the insurance depends. company do? So the insurance company actually still retains the rights. They send it to the auction, and they what's called salvage. They try mm-hmm. to get m- as much money as they can from it, so they auction it off and all of that. So that is actually an option. You mentioned about taking the tires off. You still have ownership. Until the insurance company takes ownership, mm-hmm. you own it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take those pieces off, now it still has to be in the condition that it was prior to the wreck. So you got to get tires back on it. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't keep your old tires, yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's not worth it, the amount of work. And then you're going to have to dispose of the tires or sell them on the open market. So um, weigh it out or 
Give me a call and I'll let you know. Yeah, bottom line, <laughs> bottom line, you've got brand new tires, baby, and you're not getting in any wrecks, and you're going to be good. Well, that's the most important thing. Don't get into wrecks. <laughs> Just don't do that. Okay, no, sorry to bring that up. No. <laughs> anyway. But that's everything we have for you today. I, I hope this was a great episode for all of you. I had a blast with it. I yeah. hope you did, man. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Mark's a great guy. And again, his contact information is going to be um, with the notes of this episode. But other than that, we will see you on the next one. All right. See you, John. This has been another episode of Voices from the Valley. If you'd like to be a guest or know someone that would be a great guest, send us an email at voicesfromthevalleyshow at gmail.com. Want to learn more about Ben Talberg and Amesbury Foreign Auto? Head over to AmesburyForeignAuto.com or call 978-388-5959. Want to learn more about John Bachman and Norwood Insurance Agency? Head over to NorwoodInsurance.com or call 978-372-5921. Thanks for tuning in to Voices from the Valley. 